Hey, thank you so much for joining us and tuning in today. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss perspectives that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out and connect with us on social media or email us to join the conversation by emailing us info at fusedmarriages.com. Welcome. Hey, hey, hey. How you feeling today? everything i'm feeling good i'm feeling well you feeling good yeah you know some days you know every day is not the same so sometimes you know it's it's, it's a roller coaster ride and how people roller feel coaster. and what's going on and what's not going on mm-hmm. that's true uh so but yeah I, you I, asking huh so thank you for asking yeah Appreciate sometimes you got to check in you got to check in with your with your significant other absolutely to see what's going on I agree. So we're going to hop into today's show. But before we do, we introduced to you guys something new we're going to be doing. And it is the word of the month. So we talked about it in last week's show. um, And our word was resilience. Um, So have you been using the word? Yeah, I mean, I guess I've been doing like, you know, some self-reflection. Okay. On do I have the ability, right, to bounce back quickly? I think the key word in that definition is quickly. Quickly. Yeah, and what is quick, right? Is it a month, two months, two years, one day? You know what I mean? What is that? What is bouncing back from a difficult situation look like? Yeah. How fast is that? And like maybe the goal is to get to, you know, maybe I was like, you know, it took me six months to get over something. Maybe it should take me three months. And I try to like see if I'm able to ability to to grow into that. Yeah, that takes a lot of self-evaluation because some things, you know, some things we should be able to negotiate faster, like you're saying. Mm -hmm. And then some things do take an amount of time. And there are tools that you can use um, in your resistance journey. So uh, maybe it's journaling that maybe that helps you kind of negotiate your feelings or maybe Mm -hmm. it's counseling or therapy. Um, So being um, resilient, um, showing resilience in given situations might fluctuate depending on what it is and the weight of it. Um, but I think it's still important to be able to get back to your center, to get back to you. Question so, for you. What? Question. Okay. It's off the cuff. You're giving me this whole look. Okay. It's off the cuff, but it's a question. Okay. <laughs> it's in my head. No. Okay. So the question is, okay. what would you tell somebody that's in a relationship that's, say married or in a you know they 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 they're going down the road pretty far okay and the person that they're with mm-hmm. is not resilient what would i tell which person the person that, that hasn't to deal person? with the person that is not resilient basically the person that maybe doesn't get over things quickly okay doesn't you know doesn't bounce back quickly as we know with the word that's you what know resilient you know what I mean? They don't okay. they, they don't have that elasticity. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Of being able to get so back extra. to their former self. <laughs> okay. Right? Which is resilient. That's our word for this month. So what would you tell somebody that's hey, come here, hey, Tristan, you know what? I'm with this person, but they're not resilient. Yeah. I think that it, I think it's challenging because resilience to be resilient takes a certain amount of awareness, self awareness mm-hmm. to be able to evaluate who we are. So sometimes we may know. So to the person that is struggling with being resilient, 
um, I would recommend some of the things that I just was saying, um, start journaling, start counseling, um, kind of take, take inventory of the areas in which you don't show resilience. Cause it mm-hmm. might not be in every area. It might just be, um, you know, with finances or it might be in getting over conflict. Um, okay. so that would be the first thing that I would say to, uh, you know, a couple that might be challenged into this area. And then to the person that is, um, in relationship with somebody who doesn't show signs of resilience obviously it requires quite a great deal of patience, but it goes back to what we were talking about in our last show. Um, in, in last week when we talked about, um, communication and so maybe addressing it obviously in a loving way, like, Hey, I want us to be a better couple. I want us to be able to move through some of the challenging spots easier. So what do you need from me? And that might open up some of the doors of communication because they may or may not have thought of how can I do this? How can I, Mm -hmm. how can I function um, and make it through some of these these more difficult areas. That's what I would. That would be my first two recommendations. What about advice. you? What do you think? No, that's good advice. I mean, I, I would go with your advice. <laughs> hey, you gave a great answer. <laughs> what can we, I say? That's how we operate in resilience. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Go with your advice. You know what I mean? That's good. No, I think that's. I mean, that's. Uh, I think it's challenging, right? I mean, to be able yeah. to, if someone you know comes to me, one of my boys come to me and say, "Man, my woman, she's not real resilient." You know, what I mean, she's been holding on to stuff for the last ten years. You know, she don't have that. You know that bounce back, yeah, for whatever reason, yeah. Uh, it's communication, yeah. Um, you know, maybe it's counseling, maybe it's figuring out okay why they they can't. You know what I mean? Just trying to like maybe you got to dig that thing up, yeah. And hopefully they're willing to be different too. And some of that can be personal responsibility for the the other person in the relationship too. Mm-hmm. To say you know what, you might be holding on to this because I'm not doing something that I need to be doing. Yeah. I might have been the cause of the problem because what is extremely painful and destructive to relationships is when somebody harms another person and they say, well, that was then you should be over it by now. Yeah. And that, yeah. that there's no win in that. Neither one person is still stuck, not healing. And the other person is frustrated that that person isn't healed. And yeah. then it's going to cause further dissension in the relationship. So taking responsibility for, okay, did I possibly even unintentionally do something to hurt my spouse that is causing them pain beyond that moment because a lot i mean that's what often happens if your kid falls off a bike they scratch their knee but it's gonna it keeps hurting you know like then you have to put some you know hydrogen peroxide if you're me or put some neosporin or something on there Mm -hmm. so it's that that fall off the bike that happened at that one moment continues to be painful so we want to hear from you um if you are in a relationship where you've experienced some great resilience because there are some some of our listeners we've heard from that you guys have been through some things and I mean, it's, it's amazing stories, amazing testimonies of your relationship and of that strength. And then some of you might be challenged saying, Hey, we cannot get over this spot. Let us know. Talk to us, email us info at fused So I want to get into the topic for today. Um, you did you want to, did you want to say it? No, no, what you got? Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So our topic for today is, um, I'm curious. I have a lot of questions about this, but I'm yeah. going to kind of let you spirit it. Um, so it is, why did I get married? Yeah. I mean, that, I, I think not too often that people don't ask, answer, ask that question. First of all, with married couples. Okay. Why did you get married? Yeah. They kind of look at, okay, where you at? And maybe kind of like, see, you know, okay, I want, I want what you have type of mentality, right? You got the, the husband or you got the wife, you got the kids, you got the white and picket white picket fence, whatever. But they didn't really ask the question, in my opinion, to say, hey, you know what? Why what made them even get to that point? Okay. Why did the why just yeah. why, right? Just I mean, just I, mean, I think you should ask yourself that too. If you are married, like, you know, why why am I married? 
And if you are and you don't know, like you need to discover. That. Or if <laughs> you, know what you mean? want to get married, even ask yeah. them, like, okay, why do I want to marry this person? Because there are some great reasons to want to marry somebody, and there are some horrible <laughs> reasons to want. Yeah, to I don't know if we can cover all of it, but yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I agree, a hundred, yeah. a thousand percent. So let's jump into the first question: What made you know that you were ready? Yeah, I guess I you want me to go first. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I mean for me, I had been through a marriage before, mm-hmm. right? So I had a reference point of, I mean, I don't, I don't shame anybody with situation, but like I wasn't ready then. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know I wasn't ready until I went through it, mm-hmm. which is like the worst thing to do. Right. You like, you like, you want to kind of like know something before actually having to go through it. But I had to go through like, oh, wow, I didn't know this piece. I didn't know what it took to be a husband. I didn't know the balance it took. I mean, I didn't like, I didn't know. So I had to rediscover that in my solo state, right? And try to figure out, okay, hold on. So the next time I need to make sure I at least have some, a cornerstone of my life in balance and understand that, Hey, I'm taking on another person. Yeah. And that person is really going to be depending on me. I'm going to depend on her, but like, I got to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. So that that's what made me know. What about you? How did you know you were ready? Well, I wanna, can I sit with yours for just a second? Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Because I think, um, I think you said a lot in there and, you know, we always try to communicate, you know, some of our experiences and our thoughts and um, our history. But when you talk about um, divorce and marriage and blended families, those are real issues, not that the rest Mm -hmm. of them aren't, but there are real consequences um, to some, to everything that we talk about on this show and what, why we do this, um, why we started fused marriages in the beginning is because we really do want to open up doors of conversation that you are either thinking about, you know, within yourself um, or within your relationship, just Mm -hmm. asking some of the harder questions and thinking about some things um, that you might not otherwise. And so as, as my husband was just talking about and even talking about having been married before, now there's a whole group of people out there in the world that are like, (laughs) you know, you can't possibly be happy you know, if you've already been married or you're doing something wrong and I just want to free you <laughs> from some of that. Listen, we all have different different walks and different paths and I might get comments on this and I, I'm OK with that. But I, I know that there are people that have struggled with. Am I OK? Can I? Am I wanted? Am I not wanted? What did I do wrong? Is there there's mm-hmm. all this stuff that happens regardless of the gender. Um, and I just think that there's. There's such a, and and maybe you can talk a little bit more to this, but one of the things that you said is um, in your solo time. So I think a a danger is to go from a relationship to a relationship, not to say it doesn't work sometimes because there's an exception to every rule. But I think in that time, because you had quite a while in, in that time to kind of look at yourself and to evaluate and to think, okay, what do I need to change about me? What do I need to do? Would that be accurate? No, I guess that's very accurate. Um, I had the time and actually, you know, I mean, God put me in a place where I was forced to be in a solo state because I don't think I would have done it in my own accord, under my own accord. Mm -hmm. I probably would have been like a lot of other people, maybe like, you know what, I'm getting a relationship Mm -hmm. and kind of and we don't intentionally do that. I don't think people intentionally do that, but it ends up happening. You end up, you know, just covering up what you have been going through with somebody else Mm -hmm. and never fully get healed and or understand where things really went wrong. And I think in doing that level of self-evaluation, like, okay, what went wrong? One of the things that you have to, well, there's a couple things that you really deal with and there's guilt 
and there's, mm-hmm. um, you know, shame, there's disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also blame, um, yeah. because in every situation, when you're married, if you're divorced, if you have any sort of previously dysfunctional relationships, it's easy to say this thing fell apart because he, or because she, and not to say, that that might not be true, but it's also important to say, okay, what did I do? What can I do better? Which is something that you did in that solo, solo space, um, which coming back to this conversation, because you did those things, it also gave me a great deal of comfort. Cause I was like, I am not, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to be just the next one on the list. You know, I, I wasn't interested in that. So for him to have put in the work to say, these are the things that I um, needed to do to, to prepare me for, for marriage. I think that that was a big deal. So, um, how I knew I was ready was, it's, it's kind of weird because I was super, I didn't think that I was ready when, when I, before I met Michael, I was very like, I'm doing my own thing. I'm working. I'm, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. doing me. I just kind of thought I wasn't going to get married necessarily. I thought it could be in the cards, but I was okay if it wasn't. Um, And truly, I won't go into the entire story, but truly, it took me a lot of prayer, a lot of like, can I be with one person for the rest of my life? Oh, you was one of them? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I just thought like, your life is a really long. (laughs) (laughs) Life is just a really long time. And I was just like, can I do this? You know, like. Am I going to, you know, am I going to be able to go through all of these things? Because for me, it was like a very brainy sort of sort of thing, less emotional, but more like, OK, I plan on doing these things. Mm-hmm. And is somebody going to walk with me down this path? Is somebody going to be OK with all of the, the ways in which I plan on growing and the things I plan on doing? Are they going to are they going to take this journey with me? So that's what I that's so I, I had to do a lot of prayer and a lot of it was internal, much like you, because I didn't really talk to a lot of people about the decision. I just had to come to the decision. That okay. That may, hey, it makes sense to somebody, but it's, it's all good. Okay. <laughs> I'm good with it. It Question sounds good. Number two. <laughs> good. Um, why did you ask? Reasons why I you asked me. Yeah, I mean, so like first, I mean, so I think that the first question kind of really was a reflection internally, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get to the point where, okay, is she the right person, right? Is she the right one? Okay. And um, I guess what I saw in you was like, you know, it was, it was a it was a person that complimented me, right? It wasn't that you were just like me. We had some similarities, mm-hmm. but what I needed, I saw in you, right, to bring really the best out of me. It wasn't that, you know, it's just some kind of like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Of course, the, the physical attraction is, is a big piece. But like literally I got beyond that point of saying, OK, can this be my life partner? Can we achieve purpose together? Mm. Even though if we don't know what that purpose is yet, can we achieve it? That's good, sir. <laughs> That's good. That's good. No, it's the Pass truth, the though. <laughs> it's the okay. truth though i mean like literally i mean that's that that was the mindset i was at right i mean because we're gonna go through these arguments ups and downs and trying to figure out and kids and this that and the other but at the end of the day you know what can i have a purpose with this woman mm. and even if i didn't know what it was like i didn't know exactly what that looked like you know 10 15 years down the road but i want to go to i want to go to war with this woman i want to go to the winds i want to go you know i want to go win with her i want to go do all these things that kind of like to conquer the world whatever that looks like for us on our level so oh 
I have better. So that's why that's, that's that's why I ask. Oh, I like you a lot. Um, so <laughs> just you know, like y'all, see how it is. <laughs> it's important to like and love. <laughs> um, so I think you know, for for me, like why I said yes to mm-hmm. to you, um, and I think these are also questions you should ask within the context of your relationship. But like I said, I had already really prayed and thought through a lot of the 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 big pieces. Now the little things is what kind of, you know, tripped us up a little bit later, but some of the big things accomplishing purpose, um, somebody that I liked to be around somebody that I enjoyed. Um, and it had to be so much bigger for me than, you know, tangible things. Now, mm-hmm. obviously there are things like you want stability in, in life and, um, you know, you want fidelity. I think that those are kind of givens. Um, and you know, every relationship has, you know, dissension in some area of that relationship. But a lot of those big pieces were not, I didn't necessarily question. Um, But it was some of the, um, like you said, maybe more ethereal and more purposeful, like, okay, can we, can we have fun? Can I sit across from this guy and not have anything to do and still enjoy his company? Um, Can we potentially raise a family? We're a blended family. So, do I see traits in him um, as a parent that I think, okay, we can come together in this? Do we have similar drives for what we want to do in the world? And what's so funny is what we're doing now was not necessarily what no, we, we thought. We didn't. This not was, even this necessarily. Was, this was not what yeah. we thought we'd be doing. So us being able to kind of ebb and flow through life was really important to me because life throws you so many curveballs. And so being able to say like, okay, how can we come at this thing and still both win? Um, it's something that I, traits that I took, and I was like, okay, I can say yes. Yes to him. Um, so it kind of brings me to, oh, did you want to say something about that? No, I can say, yeah, I mean, go ahead. You, you can finish your no, no, thought. Go, go, that was it. Oh, no, I mean, I, I was about to help somebody, I think, just oh. whenever, you know, if you're thinking about, you know, you're in a position where you are considering to marry somebody, right? I think one of the most important things you need to consider outside of, you know what, where they got good credit score, good job, they nice, they got good family. Oh, that's great. Right. Which is real, is real good. You can have two pretty good people and still not have a successful marriage. Mm, yeah. Right. That's possible. Yeah. I don't care if you come from a Christian, this, that, and the other. Y'all both, he's God loving, she's God fearing, this, that, and the other, but just not, not work. Right. Because everybody's not meant to be together. So, but like one of the things I think that you need to kind of look at when you're trying to be with somebody for a lifetime, can I set goals with them? Mm-hmm. And can I set goals with them and we both go try to achieve them? Not I go try to achieve my goals. She's going to support me. That's good. You want that too. But like ultimately you're trying to achieve these goals together. So if you are with a, a partner, look, or with a someone you're trying to consider, hey, should I say yes or no? Or should I ask her? You know what? Can y'all just set just basic goals and say, you know what's what we're gonna do? And can y'all go do it? Yeah. Can y'all go do it? Because it's gonna take compromise, it's gonna take communication, it's gonna take understanding, it's gonna take, you know, sacrifice. All that's gonna come into play whenever you're trying to set these goals. Mm -hmm. And if you're gonna spend a lifetime trying to fight each other on which goals to go do or why you ain't supporting me and this, that, and the other, it's gonna it's gonna be rough on it's gonna be rough out there. You know what I mean? I mean, I ain't trying to throw no rocks on nobody's home or nothing like that. But like, I'm just seeing what I've had experienced and like kind of had an opportunity to kind of sit back. I just see like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. this is what it's going to take to kind of get to the 60 year mark. 
to the 70 year mark. Yeah, we're going to live to 150, girl. I don't care what they say in here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I want to piggyback a little bit on that. I think that that's super important is Mm -hmm. being able to set goals. Now, I'm going to tell y'all part of my concern with getting married, why I was like, I'm okay if I don't was because I had goals and I was fearful. And maybe this is some of y'all's, some of my ladies out there, maybe that's, this is your story, but I was fearful. I was going to get married and I was going to get put into a box where I couldn't strive. I couldn't try to achieve. I couldn't go get another degree or I couldn't continue, you know, start another business and also be like the doting wife or the loving mom or any of those things. I thought that I was going to, um, get married and be made to be this certain type of woman that I didn't fit. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was so scared of that. Um, And even to this day, I I like, and my husband, obviously he doesn't do that, but I still have to confess that fear to him. Like, okay, if I'm starting to feel like I'm being, you know, small because of all the different things that I have going on, I'm like, hold on. Am I, you know, I need to reorient myself with myself. Um, So I, I, I put that out there. Um, to tag onto this end piece that I said, reorienting yourself with yourself, making sure that the things that you're committed to and that you are doing are things that you enjoy doing. And this is just for you as a person, because sometimes you cannot enjoy you. And then you project that onto your spouse. You put that out in the relationship and then you see breakups and marriages fall apart. Not because there was necessarily anything wrong with the relationship per se, but because you became dissatisfied with you. You didn't like, where you were in life or what you were doing in life. And then you just kind of put it on that other person. Um, mm-hmm. So in, in saying that, you know, I, we're going to spend the last, you know, a couple minutes of today talking about some of the challenges that surprised us. But I do want to say before you get married in doing that self-evaluation that Michael even talked about at the beginning when he had that space after his divorce to say like, okay, I need to evaluate me. I, very much encourage those of you that are not married yet to say, to um, kind of go into a moment, go inside yourself, get a journal or whatever you need to do and to evaluate, are you over your previous relationships? Uh, Is that, is that door closed? Because some couples have doors that they like to keep cracked, um, the just in case doors. And when you do that, In the back of your mind, you're doing a lot of comparison that this person isn't like that and this other person did this. And in any area, whether that's a communication area, well, this guy was better because of these reasons, if it was um, sexual relationship or communication or finances. So it's just very important. And I, you know, we don't have to delve into that if you want to, you know. I do counseling. You're more than welcome to email us um, and we can have, you know, a one on one. But it's very important to close those doors so that you really can focus all of your attention on your relationship. So for the last couple of minutes, if you don't mind, um, I'd like to kind of jump into maybe some of the challenges that suppose that surprised us, you know, post marriage. Yeah, I guess one post wedding, really. Yeah. Post post wedding. Mm-hmm. People think, OK, even if you've been together for, you know, years and years and you get married, I think it, it applies to applicable to either or but I think one of the things that surprised me post wedding um would be you know the level of communication that was required (laughs) no I mean like the constant like no there's like there's no like time off of like hey if you're thinking something a little bit you you should communicate that because it affects the household Mm -hmm. right if I go to the store 
as we mentioned this morning, right? I go to the I went to, I went to the store, and you know I think I'm gonna get a few things. Well, why didn't you tell me you was going? That's communication breakdown, right? Because she might have needed something. I thought I was getting just one or two things, you know. But hey, I could I went early early in the morning. Yeah. The communication piece still say, you know what? Hey, I'm gonna go to the store. Do you need anything? Mm-hmm. But like, so even things, it's the it's constant. The level of communication is really has to be at a high level. And like you don't realize that until like okay hold on this is every day all the time like and this is not like a nuisance this is something that's necessary mm-hmm. so take out you train change one end to the other end because you you need it yeah right um so that's one thing for me yeah that's I think that covers so many yeah. different possible topics um I think even in communication one of the things that really challenged me was the level of exposure like really being vulnerable, which is not um, necessarily when we first got married. Now it's just like, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you want to know? But when we first got married, it was really hard for me to expose every area. I was a very protected, um, emotionally protected person, even though it might have seemed as if, oh, okay, well, she's, you know, she's really outgoing or mm-hmm. she's really connected. My, how I felt was really um, guarded. So to share, this is how I feel about this thing or, you know, all of the different kinds of exposure, whether it be physical, these are the areas of myself that I'm insecure or emotional. These are things that happened to me or that I was involved in, you know, in my days prior to being in relationship with you or this is my upbringing just really having to have the that level of super deep conversation which i guess goes back to communication um but being willing on both ends from a guy um being able to have those same that same level and from the wife back so i think that those are at least two areas um that we could have a whole nother show on again but um that really i think challenged both of us anything you want to add to that no, I mean, I mean, we can got other things, but I think one other quick thing that, as far as what challenged me is like, the, you know, the level parenting, right, of the commitment and the sacrifice of raising, particularly young kids, right, of how much you like, man, you like, you pouring in a lot. Yeah. And like, I think we don't think about that on the front end, like, oh, yeah, I want to have kids. I want to do this. I'm like, okay, do you want to be a parent, though? I know you want to have kids, but do you want to be a parent, though? Right. Because like, you ask yourself both those questions. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's a commitment, it's a sacrifice, it's like, it's a lot. I mean, like, you may not think about that pre or even immediately after of what all that's going to look like. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And as we kind of close out our show today, that right there Mm -hmm. will be an upcoming show where we'll specifically talk about parenting and blended families. Because that thing right there, listen, yeah. Listen, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. So thank you for joining us today. If anything we talked about today was something of interest to you, please email us info at fusedmarriages.com. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And check out our um, website for more content and resources, fusedmarriages.com. Let's talk about it.